One of the best feelings in life is feeling anchored. When the waves of life come, you stay confident, stable, and secure. So how do we stay connected in a world full of distractions? We think honest conversations can help. I'm Allie. And I'm Lenise. Two friends who just want to chat about how to be our best selves. Thanks for joining us. This is Anchored in Life. Well, I'm so excited you're doing this with me. I know, me too. To all of our future listeners, because we don't have any right now, but we will, I have told my entire neighborhood, which (laughs) is about five people, (laughs) and they are ready, but... Listen, it's going to grow. It's going to grow. Well, especially with you on it. I mean, that goes without saying, but I've also told the trainer at my gym, so that's someone else. So we're going to get to 10 by no time. Mm -hmm. Anyways... Hello, everyone. This is Anchored in Life. We are very excited you're here. I'm Allie, and we'll introduce each other. And this is going to be an intro episode. I haven't told you this about how I wanted to do this in the first place. Well, we texted about it, but we haven't like talked about it, talked about it. I was in a therapy session for maintenance things. It started out back in college, but now I just kind of go because my friends and my family tell me it helps me and I believe that too. So I'm sitting there and she says, what do you do for fun? And I had no answer mm. to that because I'm the kind of practical, realistic person that doesn't understand why people do things just for fun. Like, what would you say you do just for fun? Oh, that list is long. Um, gosh, running, uh, meditation, audiobooks. I love listening to books, cooking. I'm very glad that you have a list. It's a long list. Literally could not tell her what I did for fun because- You have some things. I do everything for a purpose. So taking your mm. yours into example, like in my head, running isn't for fun. I run because I'm training for a half marathon. Cooking. Stop. Cooking's not fun. I cook because I have to eat food that isn't terrible for me. (laughs) Like everything in my head that I could think of that a normal person would say, like what you just said, I had a very practical reason why I do that. And she said, would you ever just skip through a field of sunflowers? And I said, no, I would not ever do that. What? I would have never guessed that about you. Would you skip through a field of sunflowers? Listen, I was skipping from the bakery just yesterday. I went in there. I saw this new bakery shop and I said, oh, there's a pastry shop. So I got some pastries. And as I walked out, I was so happy about my selection. I skipped all the way to my car. My gosh. See, this is why God put you in my life. (laughs) I said, I don't think I do anything for fun. And she said, well, that might be why you constantly look for meaning in a lot of other things things because you have no outlet. And I said, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. She said, right now, just don't even think about it. What do you want to do? And I didn't even hesitate. I said, I want to start a podcast. I love podcasts. I think they're so fun. I think you can use them to just have friends, quote unquote, friends in your ears, like them just talking to each other. You can learn a ton. So she said, why don't you do that? And I said, who the heck is going to listen to a podcast that I do? And she said, you're doing it for fun. It doesn't it doesn't have to have listeners necessarily. So I kind of took her advice and ran with it. So here we are. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I texted you yeah. about two days later and the anchored thing came to my head because I've probably used, again, with my therapist, I've used this metaphor several times with her that I feel like these past two years, I've been anchored to my spirituality, to to my God, 
but sometimes I feel really far away and sometimes I feel like it's really wavy and sometimes I feel like I'm never going to get back to where the anchor is. And other times I don't feel as far away and it's not as wavy and the seas are calm, but nothing about me, there's nothing that changes to where I'm not still anchored, if that metaphor makes Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. So it just worked that that was going to be the name because as people will find out, you are a TV news anchor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I used to want to be one. That's how this came to be. So when you asked me to do this, I was shocked and I thought, that it was just something you wanted to do. And then you're like, no, 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 with you. I said, oh, okay. (laughs) You're like, of course I'll be on it. I read my text back and I was like, that wasn't very clear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I remember, um, gosh, because it wasn't at the beginning of the new year because I just, I don't like, I'm going to set a new year's resolution. And in fact, this year I didn't. I said, I'm going to make a vision board. Mm. And on that board, and I had about five, I said that I wanted to do a collaboration. And I, I thought I shared that with you. You did not. I am finding this out right now. Okay. When you clarified that you wanted me to do this with you, I thought, what a perfect fit. An opportunity to share lessons. And, and I know people are going to walk away or listening to this feeling inspired and encouraged and knowing that they're not alone in this journey that we call Mm -hmm. life. That's what podcasts have done for me. You just, you know, you listen to someone say something that you would say if you were on it. And then you think, oh, okay, maybe that isn't such an isolating Mm -hmm. feeling after all. They're really helpful. And I'm the kind of person that I'm not anxious, but if you let me sit alone and I think about what could make me anxious, that will get me to a place that I shouldn't be in my mind. But if I am distracted, it's not a bad distraction. I'm not avoiding my problems. I just have to distract my mind from the second I wake up because it'll jump straight to glass half empty. And I have to distract my mind or else those kind of thoughts will just fill up my morning. And so that's another reason why I listen to podcasts. I listen to to things that are either conversations between two people that I really like or I'm just learning about something because otherwise I will sit there and do my makeup and worry about everything I have to do that day, not turning out the way I want it. You still win. You still wear makeup. Yes, I still wear makeup. Well, first of all, the skills that I learned were too good to not use every day. (laughs) I can do my makeup in 15 minutes in a car that's driving in a tornado. (laughs) Um, But no, because I go to work. Uh, I go into an office, which is very foreign to a Mm -hmm. lot of people now. Even during COVID, we never stopped. I know that if I get out of the routine, I won't get back in it, which is the lesson of COVID for pretty much every facet of my life. The world battled a pandemic. It's very Mm -hmm. strange. Well, that makes me so happy that that was on your vision board. I do physical goals, as in this half marathon that we're about to run. But when it comes to I want to be a blah by the time I'm 35, that's not really inspiring to me. So I'm figuring out career-wise what helps me. Yeah. And it's different for every person. And sometimes you you have to evaluate. And I think that for a lot of people is what the pandemic did for them. It caused them to ask who am I and what do I want to be? Because I don't think a lot of the times we think about that, but during the pandemic, we had a lot of time to sit. Mm-hmm. A lot of us were, you know, away from 
what would be distractions or responsibilities that are normally carried out in such a way. Um, but we had a lot of quiet time. I think it was needed. And of course, no one wanted to come in the form of a global pandemic. But I think once we get to the other side, and for a lot of people, the results and the, the um, gosh, what's the word? I don't want to say effect because I think that minimizes just how much of a toll it took on some people. But in essence, I think people are still figuring out how the pandemic changed them. Yep. I'm in that boat for sure. Because uh, even though my quote unquote life wasn't changed in terms of my day to day, there's nothing about me or my husband's day to day that changed, but everything else did. It's very hard. And everyone's dealing with it in, at different speeds. And I think I felt like most of my friends jumped back into life, no problem, while I was not doing that. And so it mm-hmm. felt like I was being left behind a little bit. You've got a podcast. Now I have a podcast. So <laughs> silver lining in that. Yeah. Well, either people are going to know you or people are going to know me, but they are probably not going to know how we met or how we know each other. So I'll tell my side of the story and then you can tell your side of the story because okay. my side of the story is that I was a very, I don't like the word naive, but that's what I was. So I'm going to use it. I was a very green as in new to the work world news reporter and naive to the world in which I was going to be thrust into. But I, from college, got there, was very proud to have a job right out of college. Not a lot of people get to do that in such a great market. And I meet Lenise because she's our main anchor. So I don't really try to meet you, I don't think, because that wasn't really my style. (laughs) I thought I'm just going to observe her. And I was getting some experience under my belt before I met you. But seriously, I was really racking my brain about this on my drive back home today. The only time, the first time I remember talking to you was when you asked me if I've ever babysat children before, because you were asking me if I could babysit your kids. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, what does this woman think that I, why does she think (laughs) that I'm capable of looking after her children? I think I am just this tornado of a person who has no idea what they're doing and is just trying to get my feet on the ground. And it's a very hard place to be, especially when you're starting out. I was very, very confused a lot of my first three, four months there because that's pretty normal for a new news reporter. But yeah, you walked up to me and you said, do you live? I think we, you figured out you, I lived close to you or something. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. And you said, do you want to babysit? And I said, of course. I had nothing to do ever because I also knew no one except for people in the station. So the rest is history from there. I think I got to know you because of that. I was coming over to watch your kids. But then we found out that we both liked yoga. So then we started going to yoga together. And then I started asking you every question I could possibly ask you as a (laughs) young professional because I had no idea what I was doing. And then finally, I settled into the same show as you or the same shift as you. So I was able to see you a lot more. But I think I saw you more outside of work than at work because... I had the type of job where I was not sitting at my desk. And if I was, I was getting asked why I was sitting at my desk because a reporter should not be at her desk. That's my side of the story. That's interesting that um, 
Yeah, so we've never talked about this before. So that this is all new information for me. But yeah, I think that was the first time that I spoke to you in great length. But I'd spoken about you quite frequently. You know, Dylan and I, my husband, are our best friends, so I, I tell him literally everything. And I said, we've got this new young lady, and she has such a spark. She is this ball of energy that wherever she goes, leaves a trail of light. And that's the type of person that I want my daughter to be, someone who spreads light. It's one of the reasons why I named her Phoenix. And I also told a coworker, I said, so this is Allie, young lady. I like her. (laughs) I am going to do what I can to help her succeed because I see her as someone who has a great deal of integrity And I know that she's going to be a change maker. So, yeah, I said, do you want to sit with my phoenix? (laughs) And you said, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, I was like, let's do it. Why is she talking to me? (laughs) Why is, why is this some sort of test? This might be a test. Mm. I need to pass this test, whatever it is. And then, yeah, I, I started recruiting you to do these runs and races with me. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that at the end of this, but been roped into <laughs> another one, people. Lenise and Allie, yeah. one and a half. This is the first half, though, because the longest we've done is a 15K. I always got a lot of comments about my energy. I think it was just nervousness that couldn't manifest itself any other way, but in like nervous laughter mm. and smiling. But that's why I got picked for the morning show, which was a curse in and of itself because I really, really do not like the morning. <laughs> so... I'm thankful to have landed at night. That is, to me, that's the best working schedule for me. Oh, yeah, for me too. I mean, I have a nine to five and it's a little hard to get there at nine. I'm not going to lie. It is. I essentially have the entire morning to, and I have a routine and that's what is so precious to me. And I like my routine. Mm. So I wake up in the morning, I make breakfast for my children, I take them to school, I come home. I exercise, I either do a yoga set or I go running, then I meditate, then I write, then I make dinner for my family. I plate the dinner plates because Dylan will just throw things together. Oh, here's some vegetables. Oh, now come back and get your protein. (laughs) And that drives me up the wall. (laughs) So I will make the plates. Um, And then I shower and I get ready and I drive into work. And if any of that doesn't happen, my day is off. Yeah. And I would not be able to do that if I worked trying to buy. Oh, no. No, you got to, it's like the work is the sandwich and all those things that you just said, like half of it has to happen before and then half of it happens after. That's how I feel. Right. And it's yeah. it's hard. What do you choose to do in the morning before you go? And then what do you need to do after? And then working all of that out. What do you write about? You just write like in a journal? Yes. Yeah, so I've kept a journal since I was eight. And before it was... um I guess it was just a venting session. What bothered me that day? Now it is more deliberate. So I have to start with three things that I'm grateful for. And I've also started flow writing. So I write the three things that I'm grateful for. And then I ask myself a question. And I just write whatever comes to my mind. There's no punctuation. There's no uh, worry about how it sounds or making it look pretty as I'm writing. 
sometimes it's just individual words. When you get into the practice of journaling, you can make the dots connect easier. Mm. Yeah, I've never been a journaler. But now that you're saying all of that, first of all, people have told me to. That's number one. But number two, I think that might be what my therapist is for me right now. She's a dot connector. And I always joke that that's what I am for my husband. You know, (laughs) I'll walk him through his feelings sometimes. What caused this? And then I'll connect the dots for him. I think that's why some men need wives in their lives. But I very much envy what you're saying about being able to turn that kind of in your own mind. You should try it. Yeah. I think I, I, you can train your mind to do that. And I've heard, I've listened to podcasts. I've read a couple books that basically say that. But just start tonight. Pick up a piece of paper and write down three things that you were grateful for today. Okay. That's also one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast because I wanted to be accountable in front of other people to do something. And that's what I wrote in our intro for the podcast was things that Lenise and I are doing or maybe should be doing (laughs) to be our best selves because there's a lot of things that I think we could all list off that we should be doing that we just never get around to doing. And you just got to rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, for me, and I've never considered myself to be a person to not finish. I mean, the opinions on this are split. Some people say, don't go back and read past journal entries. Some people say it's okay for reflection. I go back sometimes just to see what was happening at a certain time in my life. And I find lately that I've been going back to my college years because Mm. I was this go-getter, Miss aggressive, miss, don't tell me anything. (laughs) And I mean, I was a force and I have these goals by this, I'm going to do that. And by this time I'm going to have that. And I go back now and I look at that and I ask myself, what happened? So you, you feel like now you're not as go-getter-y as you were before? Oh yeah. I was a, I was a, different person in college. Hmm. Because I think from the outside in, it looks like you're that way still. Yeah, just imagine it times 100. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe, you know, God was trying to tell me to slow down because you're going to bring yourself up. Yeah. But there are so many things that I believed at this stage would have accomplished. And so part of continuing journaling, it allows me to release what at times feels like disappointment. Mm-hmm. I read a book called It's Not Supposed to Be This Way by Lisa Turkhurst. Basically, it was a perfect title. When you get to a point in your life and you say, oh, wait a minute, it wasn't supposed to happen like this. Mm-hmm. Good or bad. I mean, a lot of the things she was writing about in the book, unfortunately, were not good. But how you deal with disappointment, because I think that's a really hard I'm going to call it an emotion, but I think it's a really hard emotion to tackle. I was so disappointed that I was not going to be a news reporter for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that was one of the decisions in life that you helped me with for sure when I was deciding if I was going to leave and where we were going to live and all that. But man, when you want to be something when you know, since you were 10 years old and you practice and practice and practice, and then you get there and you have the whole world in front of you and all the opportunity. And then my heart was just not in it. Oh, that was so disappointing. But I do want our listeners to know about you and what you do. So will you explain your role at the station? 
Well, you know, yeah, I'm a news anchor. And it's always hard for me to talk about myself. At the end of the day, I consider myself to be a storyteller, just the person in between to help someone share their experience who wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to do so. So much of what journalism is for me is advocacy, not picking a side, but presenting the information so that people can be informed to make their own decisions, but to make those decisions with all the information that they need to make sure that it's a good one. So I, I've been doing that now, gosh, for a long time. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love it. There I really feel this is my purpose. I love writing. I love listening. I love meeting new people and sharing their stories. There's no other career that I could see myself in and being as fulfilled as I am than being. And I don't, the word or the title news anchor to me means the foundation for the community. And that's what I see myself as. I think that's why it's named that. You're the consistent face. For those who have never been in the industry or know anything about the news industry, it is a tough place to be. And you do it, Lenise, with so much grace. I would also put you in the influencer category. I know you probably not agree with me, but mm-hmm. your social media content, the things that you do, you know, you have a, a podcast as well. I think that you're expanding that past being a news anchor and more just an anchor because not everything that you mm. do for the community is about news necessarily. You make them happy, smile, other content in a lot of other ways. You're very human. And I don't think that there's many anchors, news anchors of your caliber that can say that because I've I've looked into a lot of them. I'll just say that because I used to look up to a lot of news anchors and you're very unique in that. So you should follow Lenise on Instagram, everybody. Oh, you're sweet, Allie. She does a lot I of dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the dancing is is joy. I love to dance. I'm not the best dancer, so let's be clear. <laughs> but it brings me joy, much like cooking and running, which I'm going to work with you on that, sister. I can have <sighs> you going around saying you do it just so you can make sure that you don't pass out at the end of your marathon oh, because you know that's next. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I want to do the, I want to do the London Marathon, Berlin, Chicago, New York, and Boston. You can't see my face, but my jaw is on the ground. Do they all have <laughs> half marathon options? <laughs> no, they're full marathons and you can do it. And I'm not just saying it. So I was a very late runner and I hmm. did it because I had a trainer at the time who told me, you have a great build for running. You should run. Hmm. And it started like how you said, an accountability. So I did some 5Ks just to make sure that I ran because otherwise I wasn't going to do it. Yoga was my jam. But there weren't a lot of yoga studios here. Hmm. So I got into running for the cardio and the mental peace it gives me. Would you like to tell our wonderful listeners what you listen to <laughs> when you run? Um, well, it depends on the day. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I listen to my breath. So interesting. <laughs> the reason the reason I know that is because when, when Lenise told me to run a 15K, like a week before said 15K, <laughs> Now, mind you, I was 22, so my body can do whatever I want my body to do. Okay, now, not so much. Mm -hmm. But back then, yeah, sure, whatever. So I run it with her. We run side by side the whole time, which I thought was a miracle for me. And 
you have nothing in your ears. And I thought you forgot something. Mm -hmm. You said, no, I just listened to my breath. And I said, well, I'm not doing that. (laughs) And I pulled my headphones in and I said, I have a playlist that I've been working on since you told me about this. I cannot listen to my breath. That will not happen ever. And I tell people about that. I'm like, Lanise can just listen to her breath and run. And I find it so fascinating. I know you listen to something sometimes, but. Sometimes if I'm in the middle of a good book. So what I do is I'll do both. I will buy the physical book and then I will download the Audible so that I can binge it. And and I hate to say that, but Netflix has done that to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to consume it all mm-hmm. in such a short amount of time. So I, I, the pause, I don't like. So if I'm in the, definitely on my way into work and on my way home, I continue listening. And then when I get home, I pick the book up and I, I read it. And if it's really good, that like Cicely Tyson, I just could not put her book down. Then I, I, lis- I listen to it as I'm running also. Hmm. But mostly I try to listen, oh gosh, to just the sounds around me until I zone out. And then I'm just, it is something that is unbelievable to the ear, the sound of your heartbeat, the sound of your feet hitting the pavement your breath drawing in and out. It is hypnotic for me. See, now I understand why you like running. (laughs) I sound like I'm going to pass out at any second. So I think that's why I don't like it. I had a particularly hard run today. It got very hot. I was at home at my mom's house in Georgia. So it's a little hotter than here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I... I was running to sh- to the shade. That's all I was trying to do was run to different shaded areas. It was hard. Well, I'm in lower Alabama, so. I know. Don't you usually run inside? You know, I had been, um, but lately I've been running outside. Well, yeah, because you're into long runs now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is different. Yes. It's very different. I can't stand the treadmill. I get bored. Very easily. You know, I heard someone call it the dreadmill the other day, and I'd never heard that before. I really love that nickname. I did. I took offense to it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, it is not the dreadmill. Well, when I talk to you about it, you say you like it because you can set the speed and the incline, and you like to be able to kind of control that versus outside. Right. It's, you're at the mercy of whatever. And I live in a really hilly neighborhood, so long. So I have to go somewhere for long runs because I. I can't last too long on these hills. Mm-hmm. And that's irritating. I, it would be nice to just be able to get on a treadmill and say, I want to run a hill every blah, blah miles. Yeah, I can go faster on a treadmill for mm. a longer amount of time compared to when I'm outside. Mm. I probably could too. Um, I just never try it. Yeah. It's it's the wind. It's the distractions. There's a sprinkler, or oh, there's a curb. You got to jump, mm-hmm. or it's just. I want to take a picture you know, of this. Like, that's what gets me. I'm like, oh, that's a yeah. pretty flower. I'm going to stop and take a picture. Especially if you ever do a Disney run. Oh, you can PR is out the window with those. The last half I did was the St. Jude Hospital one, oh, and yes. they have all of the insanely adorable kids with cancer cheer you on. And I couldn't see that whole time because my eyes were... Oh, for sure. I, it was insane. It was inspiring. And thank you for cheering me on. But 
it was so emotional. I will always remember that. That was a really great run. And Memphis is very flat. So mm-hmm. it was good. So there better not be any of that on this cliff that we're running on in two weeks. Uh, oh, it's a beast of a course for my board. I can see that on the incline map. Oh, it's going to be great. We'll it's going to be fine. My goal is to not walk. That is my only goal. So okay, yeah. here we are, you know. So let's talk about the podcast. Obviously, this is fluid. We're not going to put ourselves into boxes because we don't have to. So twice a month right now, we're hoping to release on Mondays. And then there will be a discussion topic set by either me or Lanise that we're going to talk about. And it'll be lessons and reflections about life kind of topics. And we're hoping to keep it between 30 and 40 minutes for everyone. If we have absolutely stellar content, we will obviously let it go longer. And we hope that everyone enjoys it. I'm really excited about it. I keep telling telling myself that this is just for fun. Next time that you hear us, we the second episode that we release, it'll be Lanise and I. We are running a half marathon together in San Diego. I have never been to that part of the country. Get so I'm excited here. just... No, I haven't. I, I, I haven't know all up and down. I mean, I have been all over the world, but for some reason, I know. I've never been west of Arizona. So I'm very excited. My parents lived in California for a long time. So... Yes. My mom says it's expensive, but everyone knows that. So I'm not, I'm excited that just a visit. I cannot wait because I hear the weather is spectacular and the water and everything is just so cool. So Mm -hmm. we're going to go and spend some time there before our race so that we're not just going there and racing and coming back because that would be exhausting. Looking forward to it. It snuck up on me. I don't know if it did for you. Yeah. There's just a lot going on. On And I, I don't know if just as people, we are piling more onto our plates, but I think everyone just has like a lot that they're trying to do. And so the months are flying by. And then there's the vacation. So then you got to work that in and now you're traveling and everything. Right. So this is why I was honored that you said yes, because you're very busy. I'm ready for it. It'll be my first in-person race since pandemic. And I can't tell you how much I've just missed the running community because we were signed up for this before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It didn't, it work, didn't out. work out because, yeah, they said you can run it virtually. Yeah. And I said, I'm not going to go outside my door and run a half marathon, but thank you. Well, and I did, but it was not the same. I did three races like that and it was not the same. My motivation level is low when I'm alone. I need all the people running past me faster than me to make me go and get to the finish line. I also know that there's snacks. Oh, it is such the best feeling. I also love snacks. Well, that's it. Episode one, done. Check. So fun. So fluid. So easy to talk to you. Obviously, I knew that, but I needed other people to see that. And I'm so excited for this to be released. It's going to be great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.